All right, we're back. Hello. Hi. Um, this is going to feel weird for everybody out there, but this is the uh, part two. We, we're just continuing on where we left off. We didn't really stop. So we're not going to have any more uh, news and notes for this episode. But this I'm is sure. part two. Yeah. This is part two of our, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame extravaganza. Yes. Endstravaganza. <laughs> Endstravaganza. I like that one. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to do the recap again because um, we want you to be able to talk by the end of this. Yeah. But when we last we spoke, we were going over the best dad moments. Yes. And um, so this, this, we talked about this. This, this movie has so many great dad moments. Um, but not a lot of mom moments and and comic book jet movies in general don't have a lot of great mom moments right but this one has one amazing mom moment mm-hmm. so thor and frigga so we spent the better part of three thor movies with uh the hero dealing with all of his daddy issues yes. odin and he have a complicated relationship yeah and in this short scene which is i think split up with a couple of cuts through it, but it's only, you know, probably only about five or eight minutes of actual screen time. Um, we learned that he was raised by an amazing, amazing kick-ass mom. And uh, who has as much to do with him becoming, you know, the hero that he became as, as Odin did, probably more. Um, and really kind of, you could see, kind of taught him what it is to be good. Yeah. Right. What it means to be good, what it means to be yourself, what it means to have expectations on you and just deciding where that matters and where it might not matter. Yeah. Um, we've seen in lots of different um, themes throughout both comics as well as these comic movies, uh, the theme of the sins of the father is something that's, that's, that's recurring. We even talked about it last, our last full episode uh, which was uh, Black Panther. You know, yep. Black Panther, both the uh, heroine and the antagonist are going back and forth and they're dealing with the sins of their own father, right? Um, the loss of the father figure in, in, in comic books is big. Peter Parker is a classic example. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, saw, we've seen it, like, even with Iron Man, who loses both his parents, often talks a lot more about how he lost his father. I don't even think we knew about his mother until the Winter until, Soldier. Until, yeah, Civil War, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, we knew- oh, Civil Howard, War, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know Howard Stark's his father. Quick, without Googling it, what's his mom's name? Yeah. Nobody yeah. out there knows. No. Um, yeah. So, you know, fathers tend to be, um, because, let's face it, comics, as well as movies, are largely written by men. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are fathers themselves and they want to see the, 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 the great father figure they want to see in themselves they put on the page, right? And um, these reflections are, are not, as, not exactly accurate. You know, I don't know about you. I, my, my dad was kind of, you know, distant. He was a good dad, but, you know, just generationally didn't get involved in a lot of the kids stuff, right? Um, my mom was there all the time. Yeah. You know, and when I lost my mom, it was extremely, extremely difficult. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm far more shaped by her than I was by him. 
It's not taking anything away from him. It's just more of a yay mom, yeah. right? And we are dad pods. We are dads. We try to do the best we can as far as, you know, our, in our dadness. Yes. But our but our, our appreciation for dadness is a lot of it is, you know, understanding the, the goofy jokes and the cargo shorts and the, you know, lawn mowing shoes, not necessarily the uh, we're more important than moms. Yeah. Because we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. I love how they've brought Frigga into the forefront here, played expertly by Renee Rousseau in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked about how John Slatterly was able to do a lot with very little bit of time. Renee Rousseau just knocks us out of the park, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, got so much like feeling and humor. She tells him to eat a salad because we are talking about Fat Thorier. Right. Um, it's just, it's a really sweet scene. Uh, and I think we even see, you know, Rocket's uncomfortable by it because he's not an emotional right. creature. Uh, um, but yeah, a positive influence from a mom in this genre is not something that we often see. And uh, I applaud them for it. Definitely. And it, it makes, it doesn't make Thor 2 a good movie. No. Um, but it makes Thor 2 a worthy inclusion in the MCU not as a movie you don't have to go watch it or anything like that. no please don't but at least yeah. at least justifies its existence <laughs> the events of Thor <laughs> yeah just just read a summary of what happens in there that's yeah that's all you need. and and go see Renee Russo in one of the many movies that she's done over the years yeah I really liked her in in the line of fire with uh Clint Eastwood that's a good movie yeah uh I also think that you have Frigga here and then you also have you only get allusions to her in the Loki TV series, but the influence of Frigga to Loki is made a lot clearer there. Like that's where he got his magic from. Yeah. And uh, her absence is really noted because Sylvie didn't have that. Yeah. It's, it's again, and, like and, Marvel and going Loki, back and making these things better. Right. And the Loki, and he was really affected. Because Loki, we meet in Loki. Yeah. Is, has not, had Frigga's death. Right. Right. But he used the TVA technology or whatever to see it. Right. Um, and he was affected much more by that than he was by either Odin's death or even his own death. Yeah. Um, it was, it was her, her passing that I think probably um, hit, him, hit him the greatest. And I think it's, it's this, this is the only evidence that we get throughout three Thor movies as, and all the Avengers and all of Thor's appearances, all of Loki's appearances, that um, this is the only evidence that we get that, that she was an awesome mom. And I think they were able to do that in a, a very short amount of time and you know, kudos to the filmmakers. Yeah, not a line wasted in this movie. Really. No. Um, and speaking of, uh, we talked about this a little bit during the Black Widow uh, review that we did. And Black Widow does like all the non-action scenes so well like all the quiet parts are just perfect like just thinking back to that film and like the 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 dinner that they're all sitting around the table all the ex-widows and spies and super villains and things like that and it's just that just like banter of an actual family where they were only a family for a few years but you, you go right back into that um that, that dan- dynamic this film is an action movie but about 75% of it doesn't have any action at all. Yeah. 
and it does all those things so well. Um, I feel like it's a character development movie where the characters have largely been developed over the course of the you know twenty some odd movies that had that had preceded them, uh, but we get the because it's the old school Avengers that all that all survived the blip. And we get to see the development of that five-year period too, the, the blip period where they grew and changed and evolved. It's nice to see that happen in a, in a comic book because a comic book typically doesn't have evolution of characters that often because the comics want to keep those characters kind of the same, right? But uh, this allowed, you know, consequences of previous actions to affect character it's great right it's this odd connection of commercialism with art where uh, because of contractual contracts ending mm -hmm. things were going to change and so that allowed the filmmakers to actually make real changes to the characters which we don't get in comics because those you know the drawn characters live in perpetuity yeah um i think we're going to look back at you know what the, what disney was able to do with the mcu as uh in particular, how they were able to um, keep these actors for so long. I mean, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. is a A-list actor. Probably, maybe wasn't A-list when when this started, but he was certainly a talented actor. Had his troubles. We talked about those. But um, being having the aforethought to say, we're gonna we're gonna sign somebody to a contract, and it's gonna be for multiple movies we're not just bringing him on for one movie and then you know bye yeah and that or we're going to have to negotiate and you're going to hold us for ransom for yeah. for the next one you know they they had the they had the the understanding it's like okay we're we're hiring you for the long haul right this might be this might be decades this might be 15 years that you're going to be working for us yep on this one character so it's a it's a commitment on both ends. That's a that's something that's just so uncommon. Yeah, it they they did well with the early planning of that. They also did well where there was a time, right? The the Iron Man trilogy ends, and it wasn't clear how much more Robert Downey Jr. they were gonna get. So they they worked it out, and they to Disney's credit, forked over a lot of money at that point in time. But it mm -hmm. it, it allows Iron Man to exist until this moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we'll get into those moments later on, but this movie can't happen if, if they don't, if they're not willing to take the long view. Right. So, I mean, do you have any uh, sort of favorite sort of quiet scenes? I mean, I love all the, the humor stuff uh, that they did. They were able to, to put a lot of humor in this movie, um, despite it being so, you know, dour and uh, apocalyptic. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to go back to my, my fate. There's a lot of really great quiet moments, but I, I'm going to go back to that moment we talked about where, uh, where Scott is hugging his now teenage daughter. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think, um, gosh, I'll have to edit this. What's his name? <laughs> the actor. Paul Rudd. Yeah, I think Paul Rudd is a good actor. He's a great comedian and he's a really good actor. And they mm -hmm. can convey so much in about 30 seconds. Yeah, that's hard to do. I also love, I mean, my favorite sort of, uh, sort of one of my sort of subtle favorite comedic moments is right after, and we'll get to the, the this moment is one of the notable moments, but 
they're sitting in a diner with Hulk and Scott Lang and, right. <laughs> and Natasha and, and Steve Rogers. And these kids come over to take a picture with Hulk. Yeah. And you know, Scott takes the picture and <laughs> and and he's like, hey, you want a picture with me? I'm Ant Man. And the kids are just like, what? Who? <laughs> and then and and Hulk's trying to get him. He's like, oh, don't you want to take a picture with him? Come on, take a picture with him. Come on. Come on, take a picture. And it's just it's funny back and forth. It's like they don't, I I'm not that famous. It's okay. You know, it's back and forth between Ruffalo who's completely CGI and looks amazing. Right. And Ant-Man, just this comedic timing between those two actors is great. Um, and then I also love the, 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 the last little um, uh, thing that Ruffalo does, he jabs. Yes. <laughs> as all, he's like, jab. And, you know, he says it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which should have gone in our dad moments, I think. Yeah, so, even though Hulk is not a dab, doing the dab and actually saying dab is a very dab thing. That was a moment we talked about seeing this in theaters. That my audience just died at that yeah. moment. Yeah, um, so yeah. good. Uh, that scene, so so good. The the little touches too. The uh, the giant bowl of scrambled eggs that Hulk is obviously eating. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so this movie is extremely readable. Yes. Lots, lots of memes. Um, best meme moments. Yeah, let's count them down. We got one mm-hmm. uh, when the old old Captain America asked, mm-hmm. uh, you're going you're gonna to tell me about that, his wedding ring? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think yeah. I will. I don't think I will. Actually, the last line of the movie. <laughs> yeah. We get to use that line all the time now in memes when people ask, like, uh, are you, you going to explain this? And you say, no. I don't think I will. Uh, Hulk, I see this is a win after he's just sent Scott. Instead of sending Scott through time, he's got sent time through Scott. Yes, <laughs> always uh, not nothing but failure there. Where we have yeah. uh, Scott turning into a baby, an old man mm-hmm. soiling himself. Yeah, um, I do find this one. This one's interesting. This next one, uh, um, Thanos, you know talking to the Avengers as they're coming out to meet him in the field. And he's like, where did your failure bring you? Yeah. And, and it's just like, or it's like, you couldn't live with your failure. Or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, Thanos is kind of like so tired all yeah. the time. Don't you think? He's just like, his mood is, oh. you think getting, his, getting to the point where he, he skipped all the work you know <laughs> and he's just going to get all the infinity stones he'd be like happy yeah you know be like eh, you know what it's going to be good for me i could be you know jovial i can be you know excited but he's like sitting down on a rock and he's just like oh so weird he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna wait here yeah thanos thanos is a bad dad but he's still a dad so yeah. he's o- always tired yeah i think that's probably what it is um, and the best one. Yep, the best one. And this is more a meme in edits. Mm-hmm. The portals opening and the Avengers returning. Yeah, so as with, with every sort of portal opening and then more people, more heroes come out, come pouring out. You could, it's, it's one of those things where if, if good things are happening, you yep. can kind of continually add them. Like the, the, two, the two good ones we mentioned, we talked about this before, but uh, 
when the Black Lives Matter protests were happening and they were able to add different layers to it, right? It was, you know, right. white people right. using their privilege and, you know, different things to kind of join the fight. Right. Importantly, it has to start with something bad, though, and then yes. then layering on things where the tide is turned. Because that, that's right. the setup, right? Like you mm-hmm. see bloodied Captain America about to go against mm-hmm. the army of Thanos, but then all, all the portals. Yeah, all alone. <laughs> so the, my other favorite one is uh, the, the last presidential election where mm-hmm. the, you know, Trump holds his vote count in all these states. And then the vote, late votes come in. Like you see Georgia and you see that. So that yeah. those edits are, are really great too, where each of those states coming in with their trench of votes gets to be another set of Avengers coming through. Um, okay. So uh, best cameos or callbacks to previous uh, MCU. Um, mm. Frigga. Yeah. Frigga, I mean, I think if we had just had the first two Thor movies and, uh, you know, and not, she had not been a part of Endgame, I think that I could I probably would have completely forgotten that Renee Russo even played Thor's mom. Yeah. Because, like, those two movies are completely forgettable to begin with. She's dead by the first time, by the time we get the actual good Thor movie. Right. Um, it, it's... This actually uh, completely justifies at least Rene Russo's existence in the MCU. Yeah, it's as if someone realized, like, wait, we've got a really good actress. We should have used her. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hmm. Jane Foster, <laughs> other great <laughs> um, actresses, <laughs> other great actresses, also from Thor two. Apparently, they didn't actually add. Uh, Natalie Portman didn't need to do any more shooting for this. They just took uh, some of the. Uh, uh, cutting room floor stuff from the, right. from the movie to, to digitally add rocket to those and steal stuff and steal all right. stuff. So, so this is how bad Thor 2 was. At, after this, Natalie Portman wants nothing to do with Marvel whatsoever. Yeah. Very famously. Yeah. But her inclusion in this, she's going to be back in the next Thor movie. Right. So she did go to the red carpet stuff when this movie came yeah. out. That was surprising. I, I think I think that that was like, oh my God, she's going to be in this movie? Right. What's going on? Yeah, that hinted at that. And it, it also probably sets up for her to be in the fourth Thor movie. I, I'm, these things take a long time. I'm sure she was talking yeah. to, to Marvel at that point. Sure. Yeah. Kevin Feige's got everybody on speed dial. Don't think for a minute that, that there's any surprises. Yeah. For, for them. Um, Peggy Carter. I love, so there's two scenes with Peggy Carter. Uh, one is back at this military base in the 1970s where she's in an office and Captain America's in the adjoining office and he sees her through a window and it's, it's really sad and heartbreaking because yeah. he misses her. And there's a moment right before um, Captain America goes off into space in the very, very first scene in the movie or one of the first scenes in the movie where he, he still has the locket with her picture in it. Yep. And he looks at it right before they go off into space. And it's just this, it's a subtle moment, but then it sets up the entire rest of the movie for him, uh, particularly what he does at the end. Yeah. Yeah. They, they telegraph it really well. Yeah. Uh, we get a Hank Pym in the 1970s. 
Oh I'm yeah. Sure, we get we get much of his face, but we do get his voice on the phone. Uh, and, and the hair. <laughs> and the hair. Wow, it was, it was nice hair. Yeah. Um, Jarvis. So, in famously in the comics, Jarvis is a butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first Iron Man. Jarvis is not a butler. He's the AI that runs uh, technical stuff. And um, voiced by uh, Paul Beckman. We learned from the Peggy Carter TV show that Jarvis was in fact a butler. happened to be Howard Stark's butler. Probably did a lot of the raising of uh, Tony Stark when he was young. um, Along with his mom, I'm sure. But uh, he would have been around as a writer and butler and stuff. Yeah. So, nice to see that that actor who played the, the, same, the same actor that played the, the role in uh, the Peggy Carter TV show, which is really criminally underrated. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we get the Weasley Hydra guy that we've seen in just about every uh, Captain America movie. Yeah. The, the, I think his name was Sitwell. Sitwell. Uh, well, not only the, the Captain America movies, you saw him earlier in the Avengers. You saw him all the way through. You saw yeah. him a lot in uh, Agents, Agents of Shield. Shield. He's around, yeah. He, he's a Hydra Weasley guy. Uh, uh, he gets thrown out of the, the car by the Winter Soldier in Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, that, that, that is his end, I assume. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but we get, no we superpowers get, on that guy. So he's yeah, not we get to see We get to see him and we get to see Crossbones uh, Ramala. Yeah. in the elevator as well best um, line here is when uh, they're like oh yeah these guys they're all hydra but we don't know it yet and <laughs> scott lang goes like they just they look like bad guys <laughs> yeah uh and we get um i think one of uh robert redford's last roles is uh mm. he's now retired uh was uh, he reprises his role as alex in the pain yep uh, where he fights tony stark over the the uh uh the Tesseract. Right. Um, uh, and then I think the best one is uh, Howard Stark in the 70s. We get a yep. really nice back and forth scene that we talked a little bit about in the uh, best dad moments. Right. That's uh, John Slattery. Shout out. Good stuff. All right. So, okay. This movie is just full of so many moments. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a movie that really does the moment well. Like it just has these sort of, we could talk about them as viral. We can talk about them as just like, you know, and when you're in the theater, that's, this is, these are the moments that people are either cheering, laugh out loud, guffawing, they're clapping, they're going, woo, those kinds of things. Yeah. Like uh, I've talked about how Infinity War, when Captain America appears in inky shadows and catches that spear, every woman in the theater was impregnated. Yeah. Uh, that's that kind of, these are these kind of moments. This movie, this movie has probably seven times as many uh, moments as any other MCU film. Right. So you started off wrong. Right. The one I really like is when Captain America sees the younger version of himself and he immediately curses. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh-huh. that. He, he immediately goes, Oh, and then uh, the younger, he goes, oh, shit. And, yeah. uh, which is a huge contrast to what he does in um, Age of Ultron, where he's, he's uh, chiding sure them on language. Don't, yeah, chiding people on language. That's funny. 
yeah, showing where he's because he is, and then the, the, the five years. One. The five years was hard on Kevin. <laughs> the five years plus everything else that happened uh, <laughs> in between, and yeah. the younger one goes, "I could do this all day." <laughs> he goes, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> I love the moment because it's funny. I also love it because it's again character driven where we yeah. see the full journey of captain america where he's he's wiser he's older he's a bit more fed up with things and now the younger version of himself that's just even more idealistic is just a pain yeah. in the neck i think i think to uh to piggyback on that moment right before that uh he's in the elevator with hydra and gets the uh, scepter yep and how he gets it he just whispers in sitwell's ear that's also a great moment which is a great moment um and a callback uh, to the the comics where yeah a very terrible uh captain america plot line where there's an evil captain america who right. plays hail hydra at the end of the yeah. first issue mm -hmm. yeah this is turning it on ted i love it yeah so i think the black widow sacrifice yep they had set up the movie to that point showing how bad hawkeye had it right he had taken the loss of his family, understandably very hard. He became like this. He became Ronin, basically. Yep. He was killing people. Uh, he's the one that sacked, that, that uh, offers up a to volunteer to, for this, quote unquote, almost maybe a suicide mission yep. to go test out the, the time travel. And, uh, you know, it was, and even I in the theater was just like, oh, yeah, I want to take that. Yeah. No they're going to fight about this but but you know clint's going to be the one that sacrificed because they had set it up to be he's the one that should be sacrificed but yes they do the twist the, the twist rama and you know she says let me go yeah that moment is really impactful you, you don't see it coming it's not mm -hmm. just the, the sucker punch that you get also the the fight leading up to that that's a the action scenes in this movie are great I think not the least because they all have this emotional tie to every single one. And yeah. that one is a very impactful one because it's two friends fighting to see who's yeah. going to die. The last time we saw them fight during civil war, you know, uh, <laughs> I think uh, uh, Wanda throws uh, black widow into a plane or something. Yeah. And, she's, and she, she goes to the, the Hawkeye, you're pulling your punches, you know, because, <laughs> and this one, they weren't pulling their punches. They were, they were trying to, win to see who could kill himself basically yeah yeah it's wild and i don't think there's any other that's not i can't think of a movie with a scene like that no no um we get our all-female moment hero moment yep. uh during the final battle where uh you know carol has just arrived and she's got the gauntlet uh and she's trying to take it to the other time machine yep and um you know, it's like all the heroes, the female heroes are kind of lined up and it's, it's a, it's a little derivative. Um, I did, I don't hate it. I mean, some people hate this. Thing, like, 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 but, I don't, I don't see why you would hate it. Like if, if it gives anyone joy, which it does, like you can watch reaction videos online yeah. and people, people and like it. Representation matters. This was yep. the, the movie with the most, you know, super, super heroines that we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, hey, you know, this is this is the Russo brothers kind of, you know, shooting their shot. Maybe they missed. You know, this is maybe the meme of, you know, Nick Young where he takes the three and he turns around and spreads his arm and it, you know, bricks off. But 
yeah. that's fine. You, you know, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So. The one thing I will say that is uh, like, oh, yeah, we're all here to help. Um, you got Captain Marvel there. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't need your help. Yeah, I think she, she you are contributing 1% to this effort here. Yeah. <laughs> the other scene this, that I love, that lots of mm -hmm. people love, is poor Ant-Man about to enjoy his tacos. Then boom. <laughs> Quinjet arrives. Quinjet arrives. Quinjet, it's, the, uh, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy set, I think. Yeah, the Milano, right? Yeah. Um, which is a lovely cookie. And, uh, uh, and his tacos fly away, but then Hulk comes over and brings some tacos. Yes. And in a scene that will ruin it for you, if you watch very carefully, you see that Hulk is handing over two, but he yeah. only ends up getting one to mm -hmm. poor Scott Lang. Mm -hmm. Continuity error or Hulk palmed the second one as he's handing it. We don't know. Yes. Hulk, smart Hulk could be an expert in uh, like, you know, magic. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Learn some magic. Close, magic. I mean, Scott was. Scott's yep. an up close ma magic guy, so. I think um, if you have smart Hulk also learning up close magic, he really is overpowered at that point. Think <laughs> of the brains, brawn, deception. Yeah. I also think uh, 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 another, another bonus dad moment during that. I think that, that scene is uh, it's a, it's a kind of a musical montage scene as they're fixing um, time travel machinery. Yep. And uh, it's a Kinks song. Kinks is a, a major um, uh, dad band. Right. Uh, you love Hulk in the pickup truck, dragging it uh, as they're driving towards uh, New Asgard. Yeah, it's it's just adorable. He's mm -hmm. he's got to fit there, holding his knees. The pickup truck is dragging because Hulk's so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's... I don't know why they couldn't have landed closer. Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. It's a good question. They could have landed probably a little closer. They didn't need to drive in a pickup truck. Well, you know why? I think I figured it out in this very moment. They don't have <laughs> Thor with them, right? They don't actually know where New Asgard is. They just know it's a town around mm -hmm. this area. So they, they might have thought they had landed close to it. And they're like, no, no. The only way to get there is to drive around there. And they're like, hey, mister, can you just give us the coordinates? Mm -hmm. And this guy is like, no, no, no. You just drive down the road. You go past there. You take the left. It's so the only way to get there at that point in time mm -hmm. based on oral directions is to drive. Mm -hmm. um i love the scene when uh wanda is just kicking someone's ass yeah that's great she like she like lifts him up with her magic and starts ripping things off of his skin and just she, you know had they had he not then decided to you know, you know missile the, the battlefield and kill his own people too uh she probably would have killed him yeah she would have won this is a great moment again because it's a character-based thing where we know what Wanda's lost, mm -hmm. and it, it makes it that much more powerful. And yeah. having seen the WandaVision TV show, even this better. This is the Wanda you get. Yeah, so this great. Is the Wanda you get because she is, she is angry. She is beside herself with everything, right? Grief yep. and everything, and she is uh, really, really powerful. Yeah, I love it. This is great on rewatch. Uh, fat Thor. Oh yeah. When we first see Thor with the uh, with the with the beer belly, it's quite it's it's so funny. What's what's Rocket's line? It's the you look like a melted ice cream cone. <laughs> it's like a melted ice cream cone. Yeah. And poor Fat Thor has to deal with Noob Master sixty nine, who's <laughs> <laughs> who's harassing 
Korg. He just, uh... he just called me a dickhead again. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, wonderful moment. Um, similarly, like smart Hulk. Yep. You know, like the whole idea that he's like talking like a normal person and not, you know, a rage monster, but he's also big and green. Yeah. Comes as a total surprise to the audience when you see it the first time. Mm-hmm. And then on rewatch, it's just fun to see. And it's a clip that you could watch over and over again. Yeah. Um, when, when Cap comes back and gives the shield to Sam, I think that's a, that's a, that's a really sweet moment and like a, a really powerful moment too. Yeah. Um, anybody that is a fan of the comics knows that Sam does become Captain America. Yep. Um, so, but so did uh, Bucky. Bucky. And Bucky did it first. So, you know. Right. Um, this is a this is a good this is a important moment for the MCU to just kind of go to the African American. It's good. Right. And uh, again, Feige shooting his shot. Like they knew they were going to do the TV show Falcon and yep. Winter Soldier, and that that leans all the way into all the implications of him giving him the shield. Yep. Yep. Um, I do love Tony's funeral. Yep. Because uh, we get that sort of. Um, you know, kind of moving camera that goes to every group of mourners, you know, and uh, uh, kind of the different, how the different groups sort of, you know, arrange themselves. And we do get a callback that there's a lone kid there, who's yep. like a teenager, and that's actually the kid from uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah. But, uh, that was a, that should have been a notable callback, so I forgot that one. Yeah. I don't know how notable that callback was because at that point in time, no one knows who that. We had, was. To, you know, it's true. It's not notable. We had to look it up. Yeah, afterwards. exactly. But it's like I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the same. That's the kid. Yeah. 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 Um, Steve and Peggy getting their dance. Yeah. The There's a reason that's the capping moment, right? Yeah. America's ass. <laughs> this was a good sort of, uh, you know, couple of scene joke. Uh, you know, Tony makes the joke that his that that makes fun of Cap's uh, Avengers costume, first Avengers costume, which was admittedly terrible. Yes, and he says, you know, that that costume did nothing for your ass, and and uh, and then Ant Man is like, your ass looks great. I, as far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. <laughs> and then after and then after uh, he beats his uh, doppelganger, um, he looks at the ass. <laughs> so great it's a classic moment that on first watch with with my family the kids love that mm-hmm. that was so funny yeah i mean absolutely funny it's just so good. yeah funny stuff yeah. um what a way to the gut punch that this movie starts with yeah you know we, we we ended infinity war with you know so many of our favorite characters dying right and Clint wasn't in this movie, mm-hmm. but we start with him with his family on his farm. He's you know shooting arrows with his daughter. They're having a picnic out in the on the. It's just like so bucolic and so family. Yep. And um. And then they all get dusted. Yeah, it's wild. It lets you understand. You immediately understand why he becomes Ronin, mm-hmm. but they don't have to explain much more. And wow, what a way to bridge into this movie. Right. And then 
the last of our non specimens. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tony's death video. So he, you know, he, he records this video for, for Morgan that the, 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 the small little intimate family gets to sort of view and uh, he kills everybody in the, uh, in the theater with I love you please help. I am choking up just thinking about it. It's very well done. It could easily have been one of our best moments, but it is not. It's just no. a classic moment. Our, now, our, three, our three best moments, you start. Here, we're in order. The once we believe we're about to lose and mm -hmm. Thanos goes, I am inevitable. And he snaps, yeah. but nothing happens. And you see that the stones have traveled over to Tony Stark's armor. Yeah. Up close, ma more up close magic. This yep. entire thing was, was, was up close magic. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a feat there to make this still sort of travel and get into <laughs> His armor yeah. <laughs> he goes i am iron man calling back to the first mcu movie and he snaps sacrificing himself but saving the day mm -hmm. yep. yep that's number three mm -hmm. number two um thanos is kicking the crap out of iron man and he's about to like he's about to use thor's own weapon on him right right and and he just knocks captain america into a you know, a pile of rubble somewhere. And all you see, you see Mjolnir rise up out of the dirt, right? Yep. And then it flies over, hits Thanos, knocks him up and saves Thor, and then flies right back to Captain America. Oh, yeah. Which is and a then, great moment. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of it is, is actually uh, Thor's reaction, which is, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i could barely hear it in the theater because yeah. everyone was cheering at that everybody moment. was cheering Every, when that happens it's just like oh my god and then he proceeds to kick the crap out of thanos for a couple right. of minutes there until thanos sort of recovers and puts to kick the crap out of him but, right um yeah the fact that captain america was in fact dirty yeah uh you know it led to a couple of funny moments later during the fight where you know uh captain america is holding uh stormbreaker and Thor is holding Mjolnir and he looks at him. He's like, okay, no, 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 you take the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. And it's a, it's a moment again that like, unless you remember the not so great Age of Ultron and understand the meaning of Thor's hammer, that you don't get it, but everyone in my theater obviously got it. Yeah. And they knew what that meant. Because during Age of Ultron, you know, he, he does kind of move it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have, a lot of people have theorized that maybe you know he wasn't worthy then, but getting that sort of uh, the, the 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 lie basically right. that he sort of or the the information that he kept from Tony about Tony's parents was what kept him from being worthy, right. and that getting that was you know, then he was finally worthy. Yep. But either way, it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> And then our top one. The best moment, mm -hmm. which is a long moment. It is a long moment. It starts with a little bit of radio. Mm -hmm. uh, our Captain America all looks lost. The mm -hmm. army of Thanos is upon him. He's been beat up. The other two Avengers with him are incapacitated. Yep. He's bloodied. His shield has been broken. Mm -hmm. And you hear the static of Sam's voice saying, Steve, on your left. On your left. 
and the portals begin to open. Yeah. It's uh it's fortunate that like they were still using the little earpieces five years later. Yeah, exact that, same that kind. Of, that they're on the same channel and everything. Yeah. yeah. Don't change that. No, don't change that. We, you never know when they're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> they use that and it goes all the way until we hear for the first time uh Steve Rogers say the words Avengers Assemble. assemble. Kind of whispers it. He kind of whispers it. Or if it's even the best, I heard this in a podcast where the theater that they were in, she heard a little kid say Avengers assemble at the same time. And that again is why you need to see this in the theater. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those movies that if you get it, yeah, I mean, it, nothing, nothing can compare to seeing it like the first time in a crowded theater. But if this is a movie that you can go back to, you know, and see in a theater if they're ever playing it again, I'm sure they will. Yeah, um, it'd be a fun one to, to to go see with a group of people because it's it's communal. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite sort of of the once the portals start opening? You know, we get the very you know, so Sam's the first one that comes through, right? And then we get you know T'Challa, Shuri, and Okoye kind of walk through, right? What do you have like a favorite of those moments? Uh, I think definitely when you see the ones that were in space and Spider-Man yeah. comes through when Spider-Man Spider lands, that's like, my theater. That's what I was the most excited to see. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting that like, you know, uh, so we get Drax and Mantis come through first yeah. from that portal or Dr. Strange uh, comes through because it's his, because he was there. Right. And then, uh, and then uh, Quill comes from kind of far off and yeah. flies in. And yeah. then Spider-Man kind of swung through. Was like, where were they at? Were they, not, <laughs> were they, why were they so far away from where the portal opened? I'm also wondering, what did, what did he swing on? That's a good question. Because <laughs> they were like in the, the wreckage of Titan. Yeah. I, I guess there were some spaceships and stuff that crashed and they did crash a whole moon down there. So there's probably some rubble there's for him to swing on. something that he can swing on. Good question. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Uh, is that it? That's it. We've done yeah. it. Well, uh, thank you everyone for you know listening to our rankings. This has, been, this has been a lot of fun for us, and we're not done yeah. uh, with the MCU. We're going to continue doing MCU stuff because there's so much more to still even talk about. Um, but I think next time we're going to talk about the Eternals, which is right. not as bad as people say it is. It is not, and we'll go into why. Yeah, but uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Shane.